Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. We call that our life cycle. Made a shirt about it, and it rings true with who we are as a podcast and a group. We are fortunate enough to have partnered with a company who can help us achieve one of those three key elements. Some sleep. They have a keto-friendly version of their delicious sleep aid drink, and we're loving it. It's a lightly flavored, eight-ounce anti-energy drink. You drink it roughly 30 minutes before you're ready to go to sleep, and you'll feel it help you into a deep, restful, all-night sleep. It provides some helpful elements to do so, including magnesium, GABA, and melatonin. When combined, you have a powerful tool for getting the impactful sleep that you and I so frequently don't get in our technology-driven, fast-paced lives. You can find it at some retail stores, but you can also purchase it online and get it shipped to your door. When you do, use discount code TKMC10 and you'll not only be getting 10% off, but you'll be helping support the Keto Man's Club. You can find the link to their website by going to theketomansclub.com. We're thankful to Sam for partnering with us and we hope you'll benefit from use of their product the way we have so far. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And this week, as always, I'm joined by Jim and Alberto. How's it going, Jim? Um, all is good. It is, uh, what are we at? Mid-August as we're recording this episode and school's gotten back in session. It's not 900 degrees in Southern Indiana anymore. Um, yeah, things are okay. How about yourself, sir? Not, not too bad. Uh, it, it is 900 degrees here in Texas. I think that's what, and, and Berto, I, I apologize. Yeah, and Berto actually feels that way more than I do. Um, but, <laughs> uh, life is, is good. Um, keeping, keeping very busy. We had, uh, this last week, the adventure of having our roof replaced and this weekend the solar panels reinstalled. So it was uh, a very busy week and, and days taken off of work unexpectedly because of uh, uh, home repair disasters as a result of solar repair uh, replacement uh, stuff. So just been uh, very active. It got me, it, it got me a little bit off of my schedule, which I disliked, but um I'll get back on. It'll be fine. I'm going to go to bed as soon as I can after this and get up at four o'clock and grind with Berto at the gym. Uh, so, Berto, what's going on with you other than 4 a.m. wake ups? Oh, yeah. Well, school's back in session. So, training has moved up earlier because uh, I try to be home as close to six as possible to uh, help get the kids ready for school. So, this is the time of year where, like, the grind is real and I, you know, I don't get as much sleep as I need to, but. You kind of get used to it, but other than that, like, yeah, like home, uh, home projects is the seems to be the thing of the season. Like we just had our master bathroom remodeled, just had our foundation leveled. We're one payment away from paying off Yvette's minivan. Uh, we just had a uh, our work. My work just finally put together the new demo trailer. So basically, we have a trailer where it's basically a mobile paint shop. 
we could drag it around to body shops and then you know demo demonstrate our paint and how it works to competitors and see if they if they want in so the new trailer is awesome um still competing in or still in jujitsu thinking about competing coming up here in the very near future just got to decide on a, a turn i want to sign up for but i'm also uh in the middle of a cut which might work to my benefit as far as jujitsu tournaments go because it goes by age and weight so i'm down about 10 or so pounds since july 12th and if i can maintain this weight and still compete i am right at the high 160s right now so my my uh my weight for competition compared to my strength is ideal <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how that how that uh how that plays out and other than that uh birthday's coming up on sunday i'll be 42 and uh that's really about it we're we're, we're having a get together saturday um, or at least you sent out the invitations and hanging out at a uh, a, a, a brewery to uh, enjoy some hard seltzer and uh, and enjoy a little little time together. So that'll be that'll be fun Saturday night. Yeah, um, okay, 40, 45 people I invited so far. I think like six are going. <laughs> well, hey, you know, um, what one of one of one of our members is going to be in town, Matt Weiss. So yeah. I'm going to make sure that we uh, we we get him on, you know, at least aware that this is happening, so that he can join us if he if he's able. Um, I'll see if I can't help with that at all. Uh, but yeah, it, it it'll be good to get together, however large or small the group is. It's been a while since we've actually recorded. Uh, we've kind of been doing this spits and spurts thing with recording, and now we're finally back onto a weeknight uh, for recording. I think which is a good thing. So that will uh, that will hopefully get us on a more regular schedule for recording as well as releasing as I take more control of my schedule uh, and, and editing process and, and things like that. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, great. Uh, a couple podcast business things to attend to, of course, is uh, you want to make sure that you check out our website, theketomansclub.com. All of our links to all of our social media, all of the um, all of our social media, all of our uh, the, the the store, the affiliate links for all the different companies that that we partnered with, uh, all of that is available at theketomansclub.com and you can get to the group the facebook group um both of them the 101 and the primary uh by going there to theketomansclub.com as well so you've got a great option there for being able to connect uh with us um uh, in in that way so uh jim What's going on club wise as far as, you know, Facebook and, and everything else like that? Any I haven't seen a lot of, you know, movement or business, but um what what is there going on? Well, I think in the the main group, we've been hovering in this like thirty five, thirty six hundred member range for a little while. And I I don't know if I mean, we've got a solid group, obviously, good engagement and everything. I don't know that um I don't know what the pause is on things. I follow a couple of uh, different groups on Facebook that are for administrators and moderators, and it seems like it's kind of across the board. So one of the things that we talk about regularly on here is about joining the groups, getting engaged and getting involved and whatnot. It's, it's just a couple of basic questions to get in the group. We just need to verify that you know what you're talking about, what you're doing, et cetera. And so if you don't do that, it doesn't 
we're not going to let you in. It's not that we don't like you. We just can't let you into the club unless you know what's going on kind of thing. Uh, the 101 group is more basic, but it does have some simple questions asked. Answer, are you a man? Are you? Why are you wanting to join the group and whatnot? So getting involved and making sure that you pay attention to those questions is what's going to get you into the group, um, either one. And I've noticed I actually joined a completely random group a couple of weeks ago on Facebook through my phone, <clears throat> excuse me, and it is a process to do on a phone versus on a computer. So I say all of this with the idea that, you know, just pay attention. If it says that there's a couple questions to answer, please do so. We'd love to have you get involved in everything. Um, I think we've had some guys that have ended up in Facebook jail, not necessarily because of anything in our group, but the way of the world these days. Facebook has uh, decided that if you use the word fat in 1963, you are not allowed back on Facebook kind of thing. And I say that jokingly, but half serious mm -hmm. because in a group like ours, <clears throat> excuse me, in any group that talks about health, the subject of fat comes up quite a bit. And it is apparently a, f a word that gets flagged by the Facebook uh, monsters out there because it's all computer generated and whatnot. Nobody's scanning through and reading everything, I don't think. And it causes problems. Yeah. So there's there's been some of that over the last several months. And it's, again, not just with our groups and whatnot. So I say all of that with the caveat that, hey, we're still around. We still want you to be involved in everything. Just know that Sometimes those Facebook bots are reading things and do not understand sarcasm, do not understand the intent with which a comment was made. And all of a sudden, oops, you, you're out for three days or whatever. So that's that's the that's the rundown on life and whatnot. But, you know, the the 101 group is growing very, very well. I think we're up to like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred guys in there. So for being over a little over a year old, it's pretty awesome. Um, so having 5,000 guys between the two groups, between our page for the podcast, between our Instagram and whatnot, I'm not too concerned about the coverage that we've got out there. Yep. It's a pretty good group. That's my rant and ramble and raving. For, that's, that's your Jim's. <laughs> there's not even a good word for it. It starts with a J. So yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's good. Okay. Well, let's jump into our shout outs of the week. Berto, let's start with you. Shout out to uh, anyone who's going through the struggle right now. It's very stressful times in this world and just like seems to be getting worse and worse daily. So if you're doing what you got to do to maintain, a shout out goes to you. And that includes the one and only Yogi Parker, who's uh, back in the truck and sticking to the game plan and doing what he does best and doing what he's really good at. And that's uh, sticking to keto, uh, creating what appear to be outstanding meals all while driving a semi truck. And, uh, and part of that, also goes with, man, if he can do it while driving a semi-truck all day, pretty much anyone can. Yep, I agree. Um, I'm going to shout out uh, one of our 101 members, um, Oscar Panida. And he uh, he posted a couple days ago, one year apart, keto and regular exercise, 100%, does wonders, he says. And it shows one picture, and he's kind of that skinny fat thing like he's not like big big bellied or anything like that but you can tell he's got a lot of fat hanging out both in the chest and the waist and uh he's he's uh you know letting the keto nipple free and all that type of stuff so 
uh, he, you know, you you could you can see there's there's fat that can that can be lost, and then you go to his second picture, where he's finishing up a triathlon. It looks like, and he is just cut to shreds, and he's in our beginners group. Uh, like we need to upgrade him <laughs> because he's doing an mm -hmm. awesome job, whatever it is that he's doing. So, uh, Oscar, good job to you. Um, excellent uh, work. And thanks for sharing to encourage people that they can do it too, that they can get in there and, and get things done. Jim, how about you? My shout out is going to um, Brett Yo. And Brett is, I don't believe he's in a, actually in either of our groups, but he is uh, one of our followers on our Instagram. And this guy, he's 37 years old. At his high weight, he was 623 pounds, and he has dropped 213 so far. So he's still a big guy, but he has made huge progress. Uh, about a month ago, he was on our buddy Mike Gorman or Mike Gorman show. Um, so he's just rocking it out. And you, if you go to our Instagram, you're gonna see. All kinds of stories like this. If you look for through our followers, I guess is what I'm saying. And this guy just is awesome. So uh, doing a little bit of cross promotion here between the Instagram for Mike Gorman, but also for um, this guy who's dropped 200 pounds and is just keeping on, keeping on. Um, that's pretty remarkable. So kudos to uh, Brett Yo. Very cool. Well, let's um, let's go ahead and and not postpone it any further we've got a our our friend and uh real champ here with us to share his story today jason thompson really thankful that he's uh finally getting on he has been through it he's a hard worker uh berto and i are in a, a kind of a small group chat thing uh and he's constantly in there just doing the work, putting the time in. And, and now he's kind of in a very different stage of his journey than what he, uh, and then what he started from. Uh, but let's start at the beginning, Jason, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are in the world. Um, just kind of some life statistics and then, um, uh, kind of just kind of tell us what life pre keto was like. So basically me in a nutshell, 37 year old sheet metal foreman, uh, commercial HVAC, um, wife, two kids, just sent one off to college. Uh, pretty fun loving, most of the time hunting, fishing. Uh, pre keto, I ate and ate and ate, drank like a fish. And I had tried dieting in the past, mostly just low fat which I'd lose 20, 30 pounds in four months, but then couldn't stick with it and would fall back. Let's, let's, let's talk about the discovery thing. You get to, what was your weight at the tail end when you found keto and kind of how did you find keto? So January of 2000, I was clocking in at right about 285. Uh, about May, my wife actually looked into a program, uh, a diet program, which what it was, but the main basis of it was keto. Uh, I had heard about keto before from people I had worked with that had moderate success, and I honestly didn't have anything to do with it, didn't want anything to do with it. So when the wife started talking about it, I started researching more and 
decided we'll give it a shot and kept running with it and glad we did let's talk about the the beginnings what was it like what was the adjustment to this new way of eating what did you crave the most things like that uh the adjustment um i've always been a steak and potatoes guy and losing the potatoes and pasta and stuff was a little rough but made the adjustment pretty quick i've never been big on sweets i take them or leave them type deal so that didn't bother me a whole lot so when you got started what was the what was the plan of attack were you eating smaller meals were you eating different types of things were you having to chug water what was that initial change up for you basically when we started she had a recipe book she was given to start this program and google we just started googling stuff and this sounds good we'll try it your wife you said your wife was involved so what was her goal does she want to lose weight as well or yep. just kind of tone up a little bit or what what was going on with her she wanted to lose the weight i started to support her and kept going awesome team efforts are always good yes so what you said you were up to 285 was that right Yep. How tall are you? Six foot. That's still a big guy. <laughs> anyway, you got <laughs> yeah. it. Two eighty five is a big guy. Yep. So uh, once you got kind of rolling with keto, how was your experience coming from like that much weight? Like, did it start falling off you immediately? Uh, did, was it a slow start? Did you kind of not, you know, not realize how it was going to go? Was it slow and confusing, or was it fast and uh, and like surprising? I guess is what I'm trying to say. For me, it was really fast. Uh, I want to say after three months, I had lost 50 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I I think day three is when I started tracking and planning ahead. And I've been doing it ever since. Every night I sit down and get into my tracking app and set up the next day. Yeah, that's one thing that's really unique about you is I don't know many people that pre-track and set their food up the next day like i just i literally wing it every morning like i don't even know what i'm eating for breakfast tomorrow i'll figure it out tomorrow i don't know what i'm eating for lunch tomorrow i'll figure that out tomorrow too i just make sure i hit my numbers by the end of the day and it's all good but yeah you definitely have a much more calculated approach to where like you've got it down exactly what you're gonna eat the next day it's not even a thought for you anymore yeah i try every now and then to go off like that and i end up having a breakdown and don't know what to eat then overeat you said you were a steak and potatoes guy. Was it hard to give it up? No, not at all. I kind of set my mind to making it work and stuck with it. Really hard-headed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that's that type of tenacity, though, is actually a very good thing. It's an asset that you can absolutely put put to use in your favor. And uh, you're definitely doing that. So... It's been, how long has it been at this point? And then where are you at now? So May was a year. So this will be 15 months now we are into it. Uh, I'm weighing in right at 175 right now. I got down to 162 at a low after the carnivore cut and decided it was time to bulk back up some and been working on that. Yeah, that's been an experience in and of itself um, because you've had to start eating more. You've had to be intentional about making sure that you're eating more. Talk about that and what that's been like trying to plan for and adjust. I'm already smiling because I, like, I, know, I know what's coming. 
so I'm gonna say at the end of my reverse off the carnivore cut, I was about 2,700 calories and 190 fat, 190 protein, and I was still losing. Uh, low of the cut, I was down to the 1750 range. Currently, we're just over 3,000 calories, 220 fat, 220 protein, lifting two, three times a week, 10,000 plus steps a day, plus working manual labor for eight hours a day. Uh, let me let me call that out. 10,000 steps a day plus working <laughs> a, a, a manual labor job. We're not- that Included. Included. Yeah, included. Well, it's still, it's it's, it's a yeah. massive amount of steps per day. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um, but still, it's it's a lot. You show, you've shared some of your, your, your activity tracker, you know, information is like, man, he's out there <laughs> rucking with his wife and hi hiking and yeah. So it's, it's been, uh, it's been a lot. So you, you are seeing results now though. You've, you've regained weight, as you said. Yep. Um, have you found that? easier or harder than losing the weight oh probably a little harder to gain now with being as active as i am and yeah the fascinating thing about you and i'll mention you could comment on it is i believe just from the pictures that you shared with us that you're no higher than 10 12 body fat and you're you so you're up 13-ish pounds, eating an obnoxious amount of food, <laughs> but you stayed about just as lean as you were at 162. And I don't think you uh, grasp the holy grail you're eating out of right now, <laughs> but you are definitely in an odd spot where keto obviously clicked with you. It seems to have completely reversed and repaired your metabolism. And like you are, how old are you? 37. So, yeah, so like your metabolism is on fire now, probably more than it's ever been in your whole life. Yep. And, and you're just nothing but reaping the rewards. And, and tell them what when you tell us what one of your refeed days look like because your obnoxious current matters <laughs> are sometimes not enough. Oh, they're between five and 6,500 calories. And how often are you doing that? About once a week. What do you eat? What? <laughs> what? What doesn't he what? eat? Is the question. <laughs> Uh, supper tonight weighed almost 700 grams, 90% burger, some eggs, pork rinds mixed in, and some pickles for my sodium. Okay. And you got, okay. And you got also at, at six foot and currently 175, like that's still pretty skinny for six feet. I mean, you, you know, you got a good size to you, but like you could still stand to gain another 10 and, and, and still look phenomenal. You know, like you said, the, the pictures that you've been sharing, like your your arms are growing, your chest is growing, and it's uh, it's pretty spectacular to watch from the sidelines. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, how much water do you drink? Um, 150, 200 ounces a day. Okay. Yeah, and another 80, 90 of coffee. <laughs> that's how he's that metabolism that that's the fuel right there <laughs> a lot of coffee um I, a lot of coffee. yeah yeah um i need to probably drink the coffee and 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 do, do the same but uh let's talk about family a bit because you, your wife's been on board with this but you've had your own little struggles and we don't have to go into two terrible you know we know some of the details, but you, you don't have to, to go into the nitty gritty, but you've had some struggles there too uh, with the family. Talk, share as much as you're willing to about that. 
two years ago, my daughter decided to go vegan. She just wanted to support animals rights or something. Uh, she has recently, before going off to college, she started introducing dairy and eggs back in, though. Uh, she saw, she started to see the benefit of those through talking with her about it. So that was a good thing. Uh, the son, he's just normal kid eater. When he eats, he kind of has a little issue with having to be told to eat, when to eat. He's 15, so teenage lazy kicking in on that, too. Well, he's got the benefit of a teenage metabolism, so. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and I mean, it's been no secret. I've told everybody about this before, but like uh, my, my wife was a vegetarian. She be, she went vegetarian after we met and she was a vegetarian. I want to say it was like 14 years. So like she stuck with it. So it wasn't a phase for her. And it was the same thing. It was about the animal rights. And, you know, and there was a, a, an awesome point in time where like I was a carnivore and she was a vegetarian. So the running joke was our shopping cart looked perfectly normal. <laughs> <laughs> It was just all it, one side and all one other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then, like, and, and for her, it was the whole animal rights thing. So, you know, we actually had a good conversation about it. We talked about it. And, and so, you know, the solution was like, well, okay, what if I find a private rancher and I start getting our meat from a private rancher where it's ethically raised and ethically slaughtered? And, you know, there, there's none of that commercial bad things that you hear about going on. And, and she said she would try it. And so, you know, I hunted down, I hunted one down, bought myself a quarter steer and a deep freezer and loaded it up. And she said she's going to give it a shot. And she's uh, been going strong for a while now. And uh, she's, she's not keto. She's not carnivore. She's definitely low carb. Uh, she's actually partaking in this current cut with me. And shout out to my lovely wife, Yvette, because uh, she, she's shedding weight. She's down, uh, I want to say, five, six pounds. And it, it's showing, like, the, the measurements and the weight definitely do not line up with her. But she's sticking with it, doing her thing, and, and she's doing really, really good. So it's like, you just gotta, you gotta find your reason, find how it's gonna work for you, stick with it, and, and rock on. So, Berto, I love how you said that you had to hunt it down and give it a shot, but it was ethical. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the only other funny thing I heard is any animal that's dumb enough to hunt with a hammer, you have every right to eat. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jason, you said earlier that, you know, you were a meat and potatoes guy. You were at 285 at one point, but you obviously doing physical labor and whatnot. So were you a big kid? Did you did you were you was 285 kind of the norm kind of thing or did that come on later in life? Um, since about seventh grade, I had a growth spurt and I was 250 plus all the way through middle school, yeah. high school after that. Just always been big just always told you carry it so well oh you're big bone yeah. all the stuff you hear my dad on my 13th birthday put an ad in the paper like in the classified so not a full-blown ad or whatever but um and he kept that in the kitchen in a kitchen cabinet door and at 13 i was 5 11 and a half 175 like that's that's a normal man mm -hmm. kind of thing so that was i miss those days <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there we work working on it we'll get there so jason um what resource like what specific resources did you find really gave you maybe not necessarily like the recipes but the the understanding that you needed on how to properly formulate a ketogenic diet and things like that oh I got to do some thinking back on that one. It's been a while. Um, 
I want to say I read some Dr. Berg stuff and probably on Keto Mojo too, because the wife ordered some monitors from them right off the bat. Just Google in general, just keto, how to keto, what is keto, what's keto approved, what's not keto approved. Kind of just stuck with the meat side of it. Some veggies and stuff, a lot of cheese, of course. Was there, were there things that were hard to adapt for you in the diet, things that you really enjoyed, really liked, that you wanted to try and find on the keto side of things? Cauliflower interested me. Uh, That's not a sentence a lot of guys say. (laughs) Yeah, it just, it just clicked. She'd tried something like that before we were doing, when I was doing low fat in the past, she'd done like some cauliflower Mm -hmm. uh, tater tot deals. They weren't too terrible. And she'd done pizza crust back then too and it turned out okay so I got, I got a question for you and i know it kind of bounces around a little bit but uh when you and this is more for my own personal entertainment <laughs> when it's time to seriously seriously cram some calories and you've only got a few ingredients that you want to work with what you go to what is your go-to my go-to for calories usually i'm lacking on my fat so i rope out that pork jowl bacon that i've Shared with the group a couple of times. Stuff's high calorie, high fat, and pretty light, easy to eat. That's a good answer. Very cool. Very so cool. To go what? with uh, ground beef mixed with cream cheese. Like I can Ooh. eat that. I can. I can almost eat that. Like right now, I can't because I'm not eating dairy. But like, <laughs> I didn't know what to eat. Dude, a pound of ground beef and a brick of cream cheese. That, that that's a cool. I want to say fifteen hundred calories. So that would be like supper. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. would be, that would be about fifteen hundred right there. Um, with uh, because a pound is a pound of ground beef is about a thousand calories roughly, uh, yeah. if it's eighty twenty. So, yeah, <laughs> you can tell I'm tracking too because I know these things <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, one of my go tos for for something simple is, um, heavy whipping cream. Just whip it up and eat it like it. it it's refreshing and it's fat and it's a nice way to, you know, bump those fat numbers up at the end of the day. That's uh, when I don't have pork rinds around because that's my other go-to. Um, do, you, uh, do you follow a recipe for that or do you literally just whip whipping cream? I literally just whip whipping cream. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll uh, add a little bit of, of powdered um, erythritol and to it to give it just a little bit of sweetness. That also helps with binding. Like that helps it like have some some solidity to it, but it it doesn't take much. It I just break out the the hand mixer and just. Uh, as I say, shout out to a uh, keto evangelist kitchen. Um, look up Mandy Pagano's whipped cream recipe. She throws okay. a little bit of gelatin in there. Ooh. And a tiny. I want to say it's a little bit of vanilla, just just enough vanilla, I... so it gives you that serious serious cool uh-huh. consistency. And, yeah, and a really good flavor. I'll, I'll find it later and I'll, I'll send it over to you guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that definitely. Uh, and and I will do. I will actually do that. I'll I'll put a splash of of uh, vanilla in there every now and again too, to just give it a little bit of something other than the cream. But you know, I didn't add that earlier. Whenever I needed some fat, and yeah, just put uh, just a little bit of uh, powdered erythritol in there, even though I'm should be laying back on those things uh, a little bit won't hurt too much and uh and uh yeah that was my last thing to eat for the day okay yeah um (laughs) so let's um let's talk about what and i i break this question out every now and again so uh, and and this is one of those questions that um i i 
I like to see what what it will bring out. So, Jason, with 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 where you are now, knowing what you know, what would you tell yourself three, five, ten years ago that you wish you knew? That I could get smaller than I thought I could, and I'd feel a lot better doing it. Yeah, that that there was more available, that there was more possible. Um, do you do you think that you had given up on yourself? Is that part of why you had kind of just like gone with the flow? Not necessarily given up, but okay. I was going in spurts. I'd go about a year and go back to the low fat deal again. And I don't know. I think having the wife join me or me join her has really helped push both of us. So I could totally see that. Is your wife where at her where she wants to be just yet? Not quite. I don't think there will ever be another okay. answer than that, to be honest, <laughs> regarding like <laughs> any woman in general. <laughs> like, well, just, yeah, <laughs> but 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 if we're being honest, us guys are the the same no, way. It, 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 just it, it, just like Jason, he got all the way down to like this low, and he's like, "I feel horrible." Oh, we need to talk about that. I, I feel oh. horrible. I need to 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 um, to do something else. Talk about. The role, the warning signs, number one, and then number two, how you've treated things like these mood swings and the, the, the things that you've dealt with and these what have to be massive caloric cuts for you. So the low part of the carnivore cut, I was 1,750 calories. Uh, that's three weeks. Um, I thought I had, I had it going real good. And I think it was in the chat. I had said something week four. I believe it was Berto that said, dude, it's going to hit and it's going to hit hard. And I was like, whatever. No, week five, it hit, it hit hard. <laughs> I totally crashed. Mood, energy. I was lifting four or five times a week before that through the cut. And then I didn't want to get out of bed. Um, depression set in. Um, just wasn't a good, just wasn't in good shape. Um, I ran the low part of the cut without refeeding and finally learned about refeeds as I was coming back up on calories and started adding those in. It seemed to help quite a bit. And then electrolyte supplementation, I wasn't doing enough of that. And now my electrolytes are about like my calories and really high. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in you're Berto's world in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> like three tablespoons of salt. Just, just eat oh, it. No. And, and it was, it was, so I didn't yeah, they, measure this year, but uh, last year in the heat of the summer, I was going through about a pound of salt a month. And I'm sure with your activity mm -hmm. level and what you're doing, it's, if you were to actually measure it that way, and the only reason I was able to measure it that way is because I had a 10-pound bucket of Redmond salt, and five months into the year, it was half gone. <laughs> so, so I bet like, if you were to measure yours, I'm sure it's yeah. pretty high up there as well. I'd have to look at when I got my 10-pound bucket. It's about half gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the refeeds, just to circle back to that, basically one, maybe two days a week, you would just like, eat until you just couldn't eat, right? Or was it more controlled than that? I was a little more controlled. I would, I was looking for 
a thousand calories is about roughly what I was looking for, which adding a thousand calories is still quite a bit to add to where you've been at and what you're doing currently. Um, yeah. But you, you were seeing almost immediate mood lifting, like hormone balance, balanced out, like all that stuff, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think that's a, a good point for anybody that has been doing uh, a sustained caloric deficit for a long period of time. Anybody that, that's been trying to lose weight, that's been, um, you know, maybe potentially under eating. It's, it doesn't really have to do with starvation mode. It actually has far more to do with hormonal balance and things like that. And it's important to make sure that your body knows that it has the resources that it needs to be able to make the things that it needs to. Otherwise, it's not going to actually do it. And when you get as lean as you were at the bottom of the cut, there wasn't much fat, which is where most of our, our testosterone, all of that type of stuff comes from our fat. Usually the visceral fat that's in our body, if there's not much of that, it can't create it. And so you have to refeed that. You have to, to, to pull that back in and intentionally do more than just energy. You need it for the hormones too. So um, just to bring in the science <laughs> a little bit into that, it's, uh, it's not just about what you're feeling. It's also what your body's doing with it and, uh, and, and those hormones. So that's important. Berto, anything else that we need to, to hit? I, I'm... Well, I was just going to add to what you were just finished saying is that like last year during my cut, I did, I, I barely mm -hmm. did any refeeds. Like I, I would have ate maybe like a hundred or 200 extra calories of pork rinds and I considered that a refeed and I rarely did that. Uh, so this is my second year running the cut. I'm being a lot more liberal with my refeeds and on refeed days, I'm allowing some vegetables just so I can bury them in fat to get more calories in. And uh, the, the funny thing there is currently... I am just about as lean as I got last year, and I still have two more weeks to go before I start reversing out. So it's going to get pretty interesting here. And, and, and through all this, surprising, it's probably because of the refeeds. My gym performance yep. has still been really, really, really good. And my and I haven't. I'm not like last year around this time that I talked about before. Like I thought I was like ready to die. Like in the world, it was just like the worst thing ever. Like you were saying, like, everything sucks. Everything makes you angry. And you're just sticking to these macros. It's not enough. But this year, I'm at the exact same level I was last year. And this year, I'm chill. Like, everything's going great. It's kind of freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely treated you well this this time around. And I, I think things like refeeds um, and the fact that you were very, you had a very good experience that your lean bulk was very lean. So over the non-cut period of the year, you you really stayed extremely lean already. So you you started at a really good spot, a better spot than you did last year's cut, and uh, we're seeing good good results. Good results. Um, okay, well let's start winding this down, Jason. We know that you're on the uh, in the Facebook group and on on, on Facebook. Uh, are there any other ways that people can connect with you online, whether it be Instagram or some other social platform? Oh, I'm on the Discord. Yep. About daily. And I do have an Instagram. It is jtom underscore keto carnivore underscore adventure. <laughs> I just changed it from something different. And yeah. Hey, it works. That's where we are. Uh, I'll have that in the link. It, 
I'll have that as a link in the in the show notes, so that that won't be a problem. People people should be be able to click on that, and uh, we you know uh, I know that that you'll be a great source of information for anybody who does reach out because uh, you've just you you've been there, you've done it now, and uh, and you're doing it and winning, and that's awesome. So let's um, just remind our, our our listeners one more time. Check out our website. Uh, all of the YouTube versions of these videos, which they haven't been coming out as consistently, even though there's video available for some of these conversations that we've been posting. Um, I plan to post the, the the video versions eventually. It just takes more time and energy to prep the video than it does audio. So I've been defaulting to the audio and 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 whatnot. So I hope you understand. But for uh, any video versions that do get aired, they get placed on our YouTube channel. You can get access to those on our website, thekidomansclub.com. All of our podcast audio is there on the website, and you can get links to the major uh, websites and uh, podcast tools uh, there on the website as well. So lots of great uh, access to connectivity with us there on the website, uh, thekidomansclub.com. Uh, dot com. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail if you want to say you're in the middle of a uh, what was it a half marathon <laughs> and you feel like you know expressing yourself you can call 512-518-6161 uh, leave us a voicemail we'd love to hear from you and um, and then you can also email us at keto man's club podcast at gmail.com so we're all we're out there we've got a lot of different ways um and we'd love to hear from you in any way that you would like well jason thank you so much for joining us um any other last words anything we didn't cover that, that you want to get in right before we shut down i don't think so steaks over shakes yep steaks goes. over shakes all day long <laughs> well with, with that uh, until next time, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat.